digital influencer that doesn't even exist. She has 3 million followers on Instagram and you could get someone who doesn't age, works hard, has no liabilities in terms of getting sued. Yeah, and it's hard for some people to actually distinguish between like whether or not it's a virtual person or a real person. Yeah. As the technology grows, it's going to become more and more uncanny and more difficult for you to tell like, oh, I'm following like a bot and then you know five years in you realize that it was just a bot the whole time instead of like that mascot representing the the entity of the company like you know it, you don't you think of Ronald McDonald as McDonald this is like a form of that but they like the actual and like the actual uh, mascot is the product what's poppin everybody welcome back to the cold podcast I'm Zoe and I'm Steve all right, and today we're going to talk about um, this new phenomenon of AI-generated virtual influencers. Yeah, there's a lot of different like weird AI influencers that are becoming really famous really fast all over the internet. And if you didn't know, uh, another phrase for AI influencers is digital influencers. And basically, these digital personalities have a social media presence, and they're actually able to interact with the world from a first-person's perspective. So all of that is possible using AI, and there's even a lot of different um, AI... like. AI and real human interactions in the world. For example, mm -hmm. like uh, Bella Hadid, who was a famous model, she posed with Lil Michaela, who was an AI-generated <laughs> influencer uh, for an advertisement for Calvin Klein. So how's, like, that, how's that work? Well, pull it up, Lizzie. It's on the Instagram tag. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so this is uh, Bella Hadid and Lil Michaela. It, so is there like a person in like a mocap suit like that she's posing with or how's this happening? I mean, it's likely that she's hugging nothing and they just superimposed Lil Michaela into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, who is now, now exactly who is Lil Michaela and I guess what is what is she known for? So Lil Michaela is uh, literally a bot. She's a virtual influencer that's used by different companies to promote different brands and advertising and stuff like that. That's and there's really companies that are designed to uh, create these virtual influencers, grow their mm -hmm. following, and then basically just farm money using things that don't exist. That's actually really <laughs> funny. That You know what? I feel like this has been a thing in Japan first, back when they had, like, those uh those Vocaloids. virtual... Yeah, Vocaloids. Like, I remember they... like. I feel like they were the first to kind of do a, a variation of that. Yeah, it's actually a, that's actually factual. Yeah. Um, I had done some research because I prepared this, and um, I can't remember. I think it was, like, like Kyoto Girl or something like that. I don't know what her name was. But yeah. uh, before, like, Hatsune Miku, that's one. Yeah, I know that one. Yeah, the blue she's, one. like, the most famous one, probably. Mm -hmm. But um, hmm. people are basically, there's actually a little bit of concern because there's a lot of, like, celebrity deep fakes being made right now. Um, people mm -hmm. are taking these ver this the whole the same software that they would use to make a virtual influencer they can use to make like virtual celebrities and then make them do porn. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> I, I remember I can't remember I think it was Pokemane and maybe some other chick that I think oh. had a video that like where they complained about it. And I think uh, I, I think one girl like she started crying because she was like I can't believe they're using my my face and things I haven't done and I was, you know well I don't oh. I don't even want to make fun of it because like people were like really triggered about that so yeah. but um. No, I remember seeing that, and uh, that is a thing. Yeah, and it's hard for some people to actually distinct, distinguish between like whether or not it's a virtual person or a real person. Yeah, which I think as it you know grows in the tech and everything, as the technology grows, it's going to become more and more uncanny and more difficult for people to tell. Like, oh, I'm following like a bot. Like, how would you feel about that if you found out an influencer you really like, like they make videos that crack you uh -huh. up? And then, you know, five years in, you realize that it was just a bot the whole time. Bro. Yeah, let me think. Um, <laughs> it's funny. I, I, that's like if I if I was back in, uh, like, college. I remember I used to be a really big Bill Burr fan. And that's like, if I just found out Bill Burr, like, was a bot 
<laughs> like out of nowhere. Like every comedy special was just him. He was just like, you know, an AI generated thing. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd probably be really disappointed. I'd be like let down like really hard. I yeah. probably would warp my world just like, because I'm thinking to myself like, man, you know, there's a lot of like characteristics I want to emulate in my life that I see in this person. I want to mold myself after them. And, and realize it, it was never real. Like, that was never yeah. a person. That like, was, I really like, relate to this guy. Yeah, that would throw me off. It's not even a guy. All right, let's get a little more context. Let's see this first video. It's going to actually kind of explain a little bit more about virtual influencers and give us a little more of an idea of how they work. Actually, the face behind Paxon is a digital influencer that doesn't even exist. She has 3 million followers on Instagram. And imagine, for example, you're a company looking to hire some of these models or some of these influencers to promote your pages. And you could get someone who doesn't age, works hard, has no liabilities in terms of getting sued. It's just a win-win for them. For example, you could even make AI Instagram influencers and actually the face yeah so like that's something that's like a weird way to look at it like mm. um i know there's an example this is kind of like not even off topic but it's a little bit different than an ai influencer uh bruce willis is like almost he's effectively brain dead now yeah i saw something about that <laughs> yeah, like but, now he's non-verbal yeah he's non-verbal yeah. but you, did you know that bruce willis sold all of his likeness <laughs> he sold his rights to his likeness and now they can recreate him as an ai are you serious? Legally, yeah, yeah, so we're going to have Bruce Willis as a non-aging figment of our imagination. That is the most bizarre thing to hear. Um, it makes sense for his situation, though. Yeah. yeah. I, I was, I was going to say something. Like, th when I saw the Bruce Willis news, I was because I, I, I was like, I couldn't help but, like, not the news, but when you just said it, I smiled and I was about to laugh. <laughs> not because <laughs> you're a bad person. No, no, no. I want to clarify. It's not because I thought his situation is funny. It's just I had no idea Bruce Willis was going through anything. I had any news about Bruce Willis, and then you just come up and say, "Oh, did you know that he's like effectively brain dead yeah. now?" I'm just like, <laughs> "What was going on? What happened?" Yeah, Bruce Willis, man. He, I don't know. I, I think he, he didn't like get in an accident. I think he has like some degenerative disease. Okay, and that's yeah. I've known that for years now. He, I had no idea. Really like literally, up. if you had just if I didn't see this just yesterday, you came to me and. Said, says, um, uh, what do you think Bruce Willis is doing right now? I would have been like, I don't know, probably in his mansion in a pool, like, you know, <laughs> kicking it. Yeah. You know, and then, but yeah, I had no idea he had any type of degenerate disease to just be sprung with the news that, did you know that now he's nonverbal? I'm like, well, what was he before? Like, yeah. I, didn't know he was, I didn't know he was going through anything. Yeah, he's one of the best of us. That's crazy. He's definitely was a good guy. Was, um, he in a, was he in Die Hard? Yeah, he was in a bunch of Die Hard movies. Yeah. So many movies. He was in Surrogates. I remember Surrogates. It was like, um, yeah. whatever, it doesn't matter. There's an extremely um, off-putting joke in that when I just said he was in the movie Die Hard. <laughs> so, <laughs> <so> <laughs> More like hard death. No, no. <laughs> no, no, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see that Trello losing. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, basically, you know, like that video was saying, um, the people that are responsible for creating these social influencers, these virtual influencers, they stand to make a lot of money because there's no real risk of them ever losing that asset. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if, uh, for, like, uh, this, I don't know why this just popped in my head, but, like, the guy that played Draco Malfoy in Harry Potter, uh -huh. he can't get any more work because he got, like, typecasted as an evil person and no one wants him in, his, in their movies anymore. Yeah. So it's like... It's kind of like the smug douchebag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they can't really take him and use him anywhere else as like no one wants him in like a, a, a doritos commercial oh that's you know funny. what i'm saying yeah like his agent can't like piece him out and put him in places mm. but with a <laughs> virtual influencer it's like okay we put all this investment into building the model or whatever 
then it interacts people and then if it just stops being interesting they can literally just make another one they don't have to like go like star searching or find somebody they can just make one yeah yeah, it's like an advanced version of having like a like a serial mascot, like Toucan Sam. Yeah. Like the second people stop caring, we just retire him. We don't have to give him a pension. You know, he doesn't. He can't take us to court and try to get us on like some you know back pay that we didn't give him during his career. Like uh, we just literally just delete him. It's like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like until we reach the singularity and they start thinking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's actually, <laughs> actually brings up a good point. Let's see the next video. Uh, the next video uh, talks about a Amazon TV show that's upcoming with two virtual influencers in it. One can be an influencer nowadays, even if you're not human. A cat-headed DJ named Googiemon and a bunny-headed streetwear icon named Janky are two virtual influencers created by Superplastic, a Vermont-based startup backed by Amazon's Alexa Fund. According to TechCrunch, the company is partnering with Amazon Studios on an animated comedy series that will feature its cast of virtual characters, what Superplastic's CEO is calling this generation's Disney. Each one will have a unique personality and social media following like Googiemon and Janky, who together have over 2 million followers on Instagram. Googiemon even made it to New York Fashion Week in the fall of 2022. While we don't know what Amazon series will be called, we do know there's money to be made in virtual influencers. A recent survey from the Influencer Marketing Factory found that 58% of respondents followed at least one virtual influencer, and 35% say they bought something promoted by one. So what do you think? Virtual influencers, cool or creepy? Let us know in the comments and subscribe to the Hustle YouTube channel. You know what? Uh, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, you know interesting about this because virtual youtubers kind of seem like um kind of like mascots for a company in a way it's like chuck e cheese or like ronald mcdonald but it's like the difference to me seems that instead of like that mascot representing the the entity of the company like you know you don't you think of ronald mcdonald as mcdonald's you know you think of like chuck e cheese as like chuck e cheese but it's like this is like a form of that but they like the actual and like the actual uh, mascot is the product because it's like follow this mascot watch this watch this thing do it's like its own thing mm -hmm. so it's like an advanced version of that where it's like the the product is no or like the mascot is no longer like a representation of something it itself is the uh yeah, the, the, you're following the mascot has become the product exactly. where it's like they're creating these mascots and then they can just take the mascot and sell anything like they were saying yeah exactly googiemon advertising that's pretty cool. googiemon was in the new york street Wear festival or whatever they said. Yeah, that's insane. That, that is insane. Cause think about it. You can take Googiemon if you have like a new clothesline and people love Googiemon like just him. You can make any product and have Googiemon like playing Model or wearing that right. clothes yeah. clothes or playing with that product. It's like this thing can't even wear clothes. Yeah, you, you <laughs> just design it. It's crazy. That's an amazing cool. marketing scam where it's like we create the celebrity and then we just put anything out on it and then you'll buy it. I it's like, like though, like social media is not for like for children you know what i'm saying social media not for children children and they talking about comparing it to like the new disney is like Disney it's for kids it's for kids right you know what i'm saying so it's like it's almost like it's um like leading kids to get on social media sooner mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying because like mm, imagine having your favorite cartoon character and then that cartoon character got an instagram account yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I can watch what my favorite cartoon character is doing, and you feel me? Like yeah. it'll bring, but you feel me? It'll 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 make me want to uh, get on social media sooner, and it's like it immediately puts me in that world where it's like, I mean, you know, social yeah. media yeah. basically. Yeah. It's other stuff on social media other than that that can you feel me? That 
I will run into because I'm on social um I'm using social media to begin with, basically. Like, imagine following Ed and Eddie on Twitter. Like, each that's one of them exactly has their right. own account. That pretty cool. like, that's I'm exactly not, what I was thinking, yeah. too. But then they're all trying to sell you stuff, too. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. And they're, like, talking from the perspective of their world. It's like, just got home from pre... Like, Eddie's, like, just got home from Peach Creek High, you know, couldn't get a quarter out of these kids, but maybe tomorrow. And then people are, like, commenting to Eddie, just like, you'll get them. Don't worry. It's like, man, Sells you know, <laughs> you're, like, asking yeah. Eddie himself, Sells like, what adventure did you guys do today? Are we going to see it tonight? And he's like, you know, tune in, guys, because yeah. tonight you're going to see me do blah, blah, blah. Like, it'd be, that's a wild experience, because, like, yeah. you are you think you're talking to the character. I think that would warp a kid's perspective. Yeah, their, their perspective of reality would be really weird. Yeah. And also, I would never let my kid engage with something like that. That sounds <laughs> terrible. You wouldn't let your kid engage directly with Bugs Bunny and right. let him tell you to come to, and he's like, tell, keeps telling him, come on, you gotta come to Six Flags, kids, yeah. come on. Or like, I would maybe let my kid engage with like Naruto, because he'd be like, believe it. Like, he'd yeah, like, give him be very motivational all the time. <laughs> believe it. Um, but generally, no, because it sounds like it would just like warp their whole idea of like, you know, having a real conversation with people. They probably would like instantly take that Oh yeah, I'm talking to these influencers. I feel like somehow it's gonna end up at porn. <laughs> I don't know how it's gonna happen, but they're gonna be like having like weird sex conversations with AI robots and stuff. And yeah. I just don't mm. want it. I don't want them to go down that rabbit hole. I, I mean, inevitably, I, I think everything ends up at porn. I yeah. think that's just like the natural like fuck endpoint to everything. That's the natural singularity of the world. It just always goes to sex. Yeah. Um, but I feel like there's a lot of cool stuff to it. I'm like, I can imagine being a kid and and you know back when DBZ was on Toonami. And then, like, you know, when Goku's trying to power up the spirit bomb, all of a sudden everyone's phone notification goes off. And it's like Goku actually testing on Twitter, like, send me some energy, guys. I need it. As the show's airing. And then, like, <laughs> it's like, from, like imagine, like, the, the like, engagement like the, the you can do with corniest. something like that. It would be so stupid, but, like, the level of engagement would be crazy. The like, then the kids I mean, would be like, yeah, woo, Goku. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, then all these kids would grow up and have, like, this shared memory of, remember that time when Goku texted all of us yeah. and had the set of his energy? <laughs> like, and then he beat Frieza. Yeah, then he beat Frieza. Like, you know, everyone would feel involved. That'd be like this shared thing that people would grow up with. I don't and you know. could only exist in this world to where we're like, we start idolizing fake characters. I don't know if this analogy is going to make sense, but it kind of gives me like Santa Claus vibes. Mm. Where it's basically like you're adding a lot, you're like you're prescribing reality to something you know doesn't exist. It, it, I, yeah, I think this is like, this is like Santa Claus on crack kind of. Yeah, it's like Santa Claus, but then... You know, Santa Claus, like, you actually have a robot dressed up as Santa Claus show up at your house and bring gifts. Yeah. <laughs> like, or, or, or I guess you could just say, like, you have your uncle, you have, like, the kid's uncle come over dressed as Santa Claus, and he brings gifts. And yeah. they're like, oh, Santa Claus is actually real. I talked to him on Sunday, and now your kid seems like a fucking idiot to everybody that knows Santa Claus isn't real. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like... It I mean, imagine going to a concert and they're like, Santa Claus is actually going to be there. Like, that's <laughs> like that's what you're going to get now. Like, like, I, like, oh, I texted Santa Claus last night. He said he's going to give me everything I want. I like, Spice yeah. featuring Bugs Bunny. Like, it's, this is what we're going towards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there's definitely people that do concerts with vo Vocaloids. Um, yeah. But I want to get to the next point. Uh, do you guys think that you would invest in having your own virtual influencer? Um, if I had a mm. product to sell, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. I think so. And, and heck. Um, I'm on board. Yeah, I think there's there's a lot of, like, I don't know marketing potential to it, lot, so I'm not gonna yeah. lie. I feel like getting soon. Well, let's let's see that last video. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's really piqued my interest. Yeah, getting your own virtual influencer set up. Yeah. Know that 99.9% of people that don't post content don't post content because they're scared of what people might think. This podcaster started a podcast with an AI as his co-host, and it got me thinking. 
What if we could start building brands around virtual characters instead of ourselves? People around the world are creating virtual influencers and building huge brands around these influencers. These influencers are famous musicians, famous podcasters, video gamers. That person you think about every single night that you want to be five to ten years from now. That hero. What if you don't have to wait five to ten years? What if you could be that person today? Angel Baby is a virtual influencer that's a famous musician in Web3. All these people from the 2021 NFT bull run, they're starting podcasts with their NFTs as their avatars on the podcast. Islo is a character that sells Notion templates. Why do people love Gary Vee, Elon Musk, Grant Cardone, whatever your favorite superhero is? Exactly what I just said, they want to be a hero. Everybody wants to be a hero. You all want to be a hero. But the truth is none of us are heroes. We're human beings. So we know that- Oh, you know what? what I just thought of. At the end? Yeah, I just thought of the fact that um, I think this is uh, like what I think we're seeing because you know about VTubers, right? Those yeah. People, yeah. Like he mentioned it. Like you basically have like these virtual influencers of people that basically don like uh, a persona. It's kind of like it. It seems like we're going to a, a, a state where like we're bringing like this idea of like virtual reality into the real world, or almost like now you can kind of like create you're not just like yourself on social media interacting with people but now you can kind of scope an identity and like actually live it so uh like with vtubers if you know for those who don't know those are people that like have like these little 3d avatars that represent them and i feel like at a point it's going to get to where more people are going to be invested in doing that than trying to be their authentic self because um i i don't know i think it's it's probably a little bit more engaging to most people because it's like Rather than trying to actually be a great person, I could just like think of an idea of a good per of a great person or a great thing, make that and just be that right away. Right. Like I don't have to become anything. I don't have to like you know people don't have to know the real me because I'm not that interesting. I'm a boring guy. You know I'm boring. Mm -hmm. I don't do anything. I, I don't have any skills. But I could you know be like a, a like a tiny chibi cat person. You know <laughs> <laughs> like that's so much more interesting than just I don't know some black guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, like you just create a character, you invest in it, and like then you just like game, take yeah. you. you you like take your ego and you turn it into a character and exactly. then you see how far your ego can make it exactly that's like because you know i think that's more visually stimulating and then it's like you can you can kind of scope the reality around that without like any more effort than just making it and saying what it is mm -hmm. and i think that's like i think that's one of the like kind of fascinating things that i think is going to draw a lot of people i kind of predict the future where you're going to see future, like probably yeah. more of that um we're like in like um independent creators where it's just like I'm just gonna make an avatar and live through that. Right. Yeah. Especially if the metaverse is yeah. like a big thing. Mm-hmm. I was definitely thinking of a tie-in with the metaverse. Like you have your, you can like have your, like when you're offline in the metaverse, you have your avatar just like posting on social media automatically based on the AI you trained it with. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do that. I don't know. It just sounds stupid to me. It does. I get how because it's like this type of stuff seems like it's for like really stupid people and children. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Honestly, like yeah. VTube people that watch like VTubers and stuff like that, mm -hmm. where it's like, oh my gosh, she's so cute, kawaii, you know, whatever the fuck. Like, yeah. you know, people that are like like actually into watching like VTubers, right? And uh, someone who would actually subscribe to Lil Michaela and be like, oh man, Lil Michaela had Bella Hadid on. I guess I'm buying Calvin Klein now. She yeah. looks so good in that. It's like it doesn't click in my brain maybe and it is, this may be like a generational gap or something like that i don't know but I think for so. the kids that grow up using like tiktok and mm -hmm. instagram and social media and different applications that i've never heard of snapchat even like i mean i know snapchat was around when we were younger but yeah. you know kids grow up on all these things now so they'll probably be like oh yeah i relate more to my bitmoji than i do to my actual self yeah you know? I, I get that like i mean i would also say like to a degree i, I have boomer brain where it's like yeah. you know yeah. there's things that in society that 
I don't get and I don't think I'm going to understand mm-hmm. because, you know, it's just like nothing. It's something I didn't grow up with. Because I think the sentiment you said, like, this just seems really stupid to me. It's probably the same sentiment that, like, maybe your dad had when he first bought you, like, a GameCube. He's like, I don't know what the fuck this kid sees in this thing. It's just a stupid mm-hmm. cube, you know? Um, but, you know, I look at a kid, you, you know, you're going to have kids who grow up with a lot of this stuff. And the idea of, like, you know, oh, I want to, I want to like, start my own stream. And, you know, first thing I got to do is, like, make an avatar, you know, make a little avatar instead of just going on there and starting it. Right. You know, it's going to seem ridiculous. Like, why you got to do that step? But to them, it makes sense. And right. to the people they're trying to entertain, it makes it makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, that's, I think right. that's kind well, of the... That's the gist of it, man. Yeah. Uh, any closing thoughts on from anybody? Or that's it? I think we're good. All right, guys. Well, thanks for watching this episode. It's been about virtual influencers. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms at Decode Podcast. We're also available on all audio and video platforms. That includes YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Rumble, Everywhere you can find audio or video podcasts. Uh, you can also find us on Patreon to find our exclusive content. Uh, that includes My Black Friends Podcast, which is currently on hiatus, but there are 80 episodes of really fun times. Thanks for popping in. We got to pop out of here. All right. Peace.